Hello, Nightly Umbrams. Uh, welcome to Ashes to Ashes Spooky Podcasts. I'm your host, Laura, and today we are covering asylums. Ash couldn't be with us again today, so I will be covering for them. Uh, and uh, Ash has left me uh, quite a significant amount of information, actually. And we're going to start off with um, some of the most haunted asylums in Pennsylvania. Um, history, January 23rd, 1903. The Pinehurst State School was a commissioned uh, to the Eastern Pennsylvania State Institute for Feeble-Minded and Epileptic. Uh, there has been 20 buildings in total, and due to lack of funding, overcrowding, and understanding living conditions, uh, it quickly fell. All residents were referred to as children, even though majority were actually adults. In 1974, it's been reported average age for uh, residents was 36 years old, and on average, most would spend 21 years of their lives there. Many other mental health issues, such as uh, uh, bipolar, schizophrenia, ADD or ADHD, etc., were all put in this asylum. And pretty much a person who had any type of mental illness uh, was considered to have a disability. And, the, and uh, anyone uh, with a physical disability lumped together, and this resulting in overcrowding. Pinehurst also uh, was known for many horrors. Dr. Fear was one of them. 1968, there, uh, he uh, was known for his name. Uh, there was a, a documentary called Suffer the Little Children, and this revealed all the horrors that he was actually named for. He was openly admitting both emotionally and mentally, physically, and even the healthy just to abuse them. He would do things like torture, he would inject, or he would put them in so much pain they would actually cause death. In the year 1960, Pinehurst housed about 2,008 people, and that was nine times its max capacity. It was also revealed that uh, the average person would spend $7.15 a uh, to feed their animals, while Pinehurst spent $5.90 a day just to feed the residents. Compare the costs. The housed immigrants, criminals, orphans quickly became a solution for all societies, which is another name for calling them undesirables. In the year 1977, there was a big lawsuit on behalf of the patients who file all the by Pennsylvania Association for the Retarded Citizens in the United States of America against Pinehurst. Pinehurst closed in 1987. Pinehurst didn't last a hundred years, not even, but asylum that I'm about to talk to is actually still open today and is actually one of the most successful, successful asylums. And they're successful because they've learned from the past and they've rebuilt from it. What I am covering it is the MHI, which is the Mental Health Institute in Independence, Iowa. MHI was built in 1873, and it is actually the second asylum in Iowa. 
it has been open so long it's been it had two official names before it it was called mhi it was known for the hospital for the insane the insane asylum and some have even called it the state hospital As MHI is successfully running today, there's some older parts of it that is actually part of the historical society and that is used for uh, part of the Museum of Yore and uh, tours for a lot of students and even and, uh, medical students would actually actively take a tour here uh, learning about how mental history actually worked when and we didn't understand it showing that the instruments and rooms where lobotomies and electric shock therapy was performed. According to Iowa Tourism, MHI is actually one of the top 20 haunting places in Iowa. But doing research for it, I could find maybe taking tours, you would feel eyes on you, maybe some whispers here and there, but not that much spooky has really gotten reported. In fact, I actually think it's actually remarkable that MHI has been open for so long because you don't hear so many asylums that last, especially over a hundred years old, which sounds actually so much more promising. Before we start our third and final uh, spooky encounter, uh, make sure to visit us at ashes to ashes spookypodcast.com. If you have a story or encounter you'd like to share, make sure you can email us at ashes to ashes spookypodcast at gmail.com. We are also on our Patreon now. So, oh, please, uh, Patreon levels oh, for our donated links. Uh, don't forget, May 3rd is. Uh, National Paranormal Day. So don't forget to stay spooky. And uh, shout out to all of our listeners who gave us five stars. Thank you. And keep on listening. Thank you so much for your support. And now for our third topic, our spooky encounters. Back at the Pinehurst Asylum, uh, we have a ghost boy named William. And he is one of the spirits that lives there. Uh, he does get upset or grumpy when his toys are touched. According to lead an investigator, Heredera, a stuffed doll, is in, inhabited by a spirit of the asylum. William is a very active spirit and will communicate through a voice box or light balls. Uh, he likes making new friends. Sometimes, while attempting to a contact, his shadows will appear. And there's real stories from the staff from around 2017. There's a staff member named John Dyack, uh, a guide, ha and hashtag Pinehurst. While taking a photo, he had something hit him in his arm from behind. When he looked around, his body was nowhere er, near er, anyone. He began to hear whispers saying, F you, F you, F you. And with William, all activity will stop if you become disrespectful. So always remain respectful. Say hello, say goodbye when entering or leaving a room. And sometimes whispers are often 
not occur when two are in the asylum, along with footsteps running in up and down the hallways. So if you ever visit the Pinhurst Asylum, always make sure to say hello and goodbye before or after exiting or entering a room. This concludes our spooky podcast for the day. Don't forget, May 3rd is National Paranormal Day. So be at your spookiest. Thanks again to everybody. And uh, we'll be recording again next week.